0: wah 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 It is another Thursday night, and this is Real Monsters. I'm your host, S.K. Barrett, with Wes Hobrick. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Holy crap, there do we, we have go. a show tonight?
1: We do. And it is the second in our series looking at deadly duos.
0: Yeah. Uh,. Again, emphasizing the rarity among serial killers of pairing up with someone else in at, at all, much less uh two males. Um yep. uh, very rare. I don't think we have any cases of two women teaming up, do we? Yeah, I, I honestly can't think of
1: one if it yeah. exists.
0: So sometimes men and women will team up, and sometimes two men will team up, and both of those are extremely rare. But these two son of a bitches, holy shit!
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, did we want to get into this week before we yes, segue we into? Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we better get into some history this week in crime history. This week. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, we
1: will definitely be getting back to the other two. I apologize to the listeners. I lost one page of my notes on this. So we will be starting not with June 6th, but with June the 9th. Okay. Yep. And I'm getting to that still. Oh, yeah, there we go. June 9th in the year 68 CE, Nero, what,
0: the what, Roman Emperor. What, what does CE stand for?
1: Common Era, as opposed to A.D. Anno Domini, after death.
0: Okay. So it used um, to be B- B.C., now it's CE? Well, that's
1: what a lot of historians will do to avoid the religious connotations yeah. of the others.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. But at any rate, Nero committed suicide by slitting his throat to avoid death by flogging.
0: Ah, that, would be, that <laughs> would be a rough way to go.
1: It was mandated by the Senate that he would have to undergo that. So he found a loophole and got himself <laughs> out of it.
0: Death um, by one cut instead of death by a thousand cuts.
1: <laughs> yeah. June 9 1930 Chicago Tribune reporter Jake Lingle is killed at rush hour in Union Station over a $100,000 debt he owed to Al Capone
0: a reporter owed $100,000
1: to Capone yep well
0: that's pretty dumb
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would say so most definitely I don't it didn't say in the sources I was looking at how he ran it up, but if I had to guess, it's probably gambling. Yeah. Probably.
0: You can't drink that much.
1: No. <laughs> nope. Uh, June 9th, 2013, Edward Snowden reveals his identity as the leaker of the NSA documents. Ah, uh, Snowden. Yep. Um... June 10th, 1692, the first in the Salem witch trial executions, Bridget Bishop is hung.
0: Ooh, starting a very, very bad precedent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, 1794, France's revolutionary regime begins the trials, which would ultimately lead to the reign of terror. Definitely a monstrous Uh, thing.
0: Absolutely. And it's a, it's a, yeah, that whole, that revolution didn't quite go as everybody thought it would. (laughs) Nope, it definitely didn't. Um, June 10th,
1: 1933, John Dillinger robs his first bank in New Carlisle, Ohio. His take,
0: $10,600. That was a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, 1933. That was a hell of a lot of money. And why did he rob banks?
1: Oh, man, I'm trying to remember that quote now.
0: Because that's where the
1: money is. (laughs) Yes, that's it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On that same day in 1933, Bonnie and Clyde flipped their car into a ravine with Bonnie suffering some pretty nasty... Third-degree burns from that,
0: but they survived that. Uh, this flipping, I'm this yeah. flipping. They survived.
1: Yeah, yeah. This wasn't the end uh, in um, Louisiana, which came a little bit later. Let's see, June tenth, nineteen seventy-seven. James Earl Ray escapes prison. That is James Earl Ray, the guy who shot and killed Martin Luther King. Yeah, Jr. Yeah. Um, oddly enough he has some uh, connections to this area over on the Missouri side actually still has family living over there so
0: uh, and yeah. I, I presume that he was recaptured and hauled back to the Hooskow
1: that actually comes I think two days later because I wrote it down too it wasn't that long that he was out when that happened
0: it rarely is actually
1: yeah (laughs) although we do have another notable escape that I'll get to here in a second too Um, let's see yeah we'll actually get to it right now it's the next entry June 11th 1962 John and Clarence Anglin and Frank Morris escape from
0: Alcatraz oh yay I hope that was going to come up (laughs) (laughs) yep and were never seen again never
1: Not sure if they lived or were sucked up by the bay. Yeah, man.
0: There were there's there's a lot of theories on both sides of that. Really? Yeah, about whether they lived or died, and and Mm. yeah.
1: Wow, I have to do some more research on that. It's an excellent movie, of course, with Eastwood. Yeah, but. Um, let's and, see. Oh,
0: and uh, 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 MythBusters recreated that escape. Oh, uh huh. They did, and they made it. Wow, I so, to check
1: that episode out too. Proving
0: proving that it was feasible.
1: That's excellent, man.
0: And that's one of those where you hear
1: it and you hope, at some level, that they made it alive and walked into the sunset. Yeah. But, um. June 11th, 1966, French and German media mistakenly report the death of Roger Daltrey. Oh. <laughs> I am not sure what caused that. Uh,
0: so uh, Probably drugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drugs on the media's part. Yes. Uh, June 11th, 1974, Bundy victim Georgianne Hawkins disappears.
0: Yeah, that was a crazy summer in this area, and that Dang. was just the start of it. Yeah, yeah, Man. it was wild.
1: It's something that we need to.
0: I think we should.
1: We should redo that topic because do... that's one of those shows that disappeared with the recordings, yep. unfortunately. Yep.
0: It was. It was lost to. Um... A failing uh, streaming site, and uh, we need to redo that. Absolutely. We
1: do. We ought to redo some of those others, too. I'd have to take a look.
0: Yeah, we lost three or four. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, I just don't remember which. Uh, Let's see. um, June eleventh, nineteen 1979, Chuck Berry pleads guilty to tax evasion. Hmm. Yeah.
0: paving the way for future tax dodging musicians
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and actors too wesley yeah. snipes man june 11th 1981 cannibal isi sagawa kills a dutch student that's one that we ought to consider doing a show on isi sagawa
0: yeah Put them on the list.
1: You know, I'm trying to think if we've done anybody that was a cannibal. Curtin was a cannibal.
0: Um, some of it. Uh, I I think we I think we've done some uh, where it's been a minor point, but not nobody who's yeah aware that was a real a real thing for him.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Um, let's see. 1984, SCOTUS rules that evidence illegally obtained can still be used at trial if the government can prove they would have legally obtained it anyway. Weird um, precedent.
0: That's kind of odd, right?
1: Yeah. How, how do
0: how do you prove that?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is odd, but still. Man, I hope that's one that might get challenged. But uh, six years later to the day, SCOTUS rules flag-burning constitutional. Mm.
0: That was see. that was a uh, rather uh, inflammatory ch- <laughs> decision. <laughs> <laughs> Rim shot. Hmm.
1: Uh, June 11th, 1994 a drunk police officer kills Seven with his service revolver in Sweden. What year? 1994. Oh, man. Let's see. Two years ago, June 11th, 2017, Congo jailbreak frees 900 inmates.
0: See, this is the thing this is the thing that I don't think prisoners understand they <laughs> if they hmm. band together, they can get out. They just, you know, mm-hmm. they're not all going to get out, but most of them would get out if they just banded together and all worked, uh, you know, in in conjunction with each other. Cause well, they, absolutely, they, they can absolutely overwhelm the guards. If they're mm-hmm. if they're willing to do it.
1: Oh, I have no doubt of that. I'm sure there's other recorded instances of them doing it that way too.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. many though, but Yeah. Okay, Man,
1: what the heck? I'm getting feedback. Uh oh. Hold on a second. I just gotta mute mute the YouTube. Yeah. Well, let's see. June 12, 1931, Capone indicted on 5,000 counts of violating the Volstead <laughs> Act and perjury,
0: 5,000 counts, Jesus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, for those who don't know, the Volstead Act was what um, was the impetus for prohibition. It was the actual law saying booze was illegal. So, let's well,
0: see. 4,000 counts weren't enough. 5,000. <laughs> they had to go for five. Oh, yeah. Way to go, prostitutes. Oh,
1: oddly, <laughs> oddly enough, they couldn't get him, obviously. We all know how that turned out, where they had right. to charge him with tax evasion to get him in prison. It's a messed up system. Yep. Uh, June twelfth, nineteen 1964, Nelson Mandela gets life in prison. Hmm. June 12, 1978, David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, gets 25 to life. That's the guy who, by the way, for people who don't know, mm. talked to his dog and thought his dog told him to kill people.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to take instructions from anybody on murder, <laughs> well, your dog's as good as anybody. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs>
1: um june 12th to 2016 the orlando massacre happened where the um isis gunman took an automatic weapon into the gay club in orlando
0: oh right, All right.
1: oh here was a good one june 13th 1920 the u.s postal service banned sending children through the mail
0: They had to make I a guess long. apparently
1: this happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was that big of a problem.
0: Oh, man. Man. <laughs> Not that I never thought of doing that myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Man. Yeah, that is so messed up. But June 13th, 1966, SCOTUS's Miranda decision Ooh. was handed down very important one. Yep. Okay. Oh, and yeah, it was June 13th, 1977 where James Earl Ray was recaptured. There it is. June 13th, 81, a teenager fired six blanks at Queen Elizabeth.
0: And what <laughs> happened after that? <laughs> he was
1: arrested. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'm not sure what the penalty was after trial though, but yeah. Just June thirteenth, two thousand, Italy pardons John Paul II's gunman when he got shot in nineteen eighty-one. So, hmm. nineteen years later, let's see. June thirteenth, two thousand six, Congress. Offers a formal apology for never enacting a law against lynching.
0: Well, isn't that. Wouldn't that just fall under murder? <laughs> One would think. <laughs> I guess that Maybe
1: depends it... on if you buy the logic of hate crimes, though.
0: But, I mean. Killing people is already kind of illegal, so do we need (laughs) another law for that?
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't think so.
0: I mean, even group killing, I mean, killing in a group, that still still counts as illegal. (laughs) Pretty
1: sure. Right. That is what I have for the history section. I've got a few here for the headlines of this past week of interesting things that happened in crime. Um, okay. Compiled with the help of a very special lady friend. Oh. Thank you so much for that. You know who you are. Um, just going down the list here. These were some of the headlines. Florida woman squeezes her boyfriend's testicles to the point that they start bleeding. Filed under Florida woman.
0: Holy crap! <laughs> Florida
1: man says cocaine on his nose is not his. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fourth Amendment defense. It's hey, not mine. Hey Jesse, we should do a, a a a thing in the in the group to come up with excuses where the cocaine came from. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Let's see. Uh, Three more arrested in the planned killing of a learning disabled 19-year-old. Jesus.
0: How Um, old were these people? Were these teenagers? Yes. Yeah.
1: Most of them were. Um, And I hope he's okay, but David Ortiz shot in the Dominican Republic.
0: During a bank robbery? Was it a bank
1: robbery or was it something more akin to a mugging?
0: I I but, so early headline said something about a bank robbery.
1: Uh huh. Well, maybe that was it. Wow. And either way, it went clear through and through in his back. Hope oh, he's okay and geez. getting better. Well, I think I would think that's what you want when you get shot. You know, is through and yeah. through not getting the bullet trapped in there.
0: But, De- definitely that, but. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to, yeah, it's going to be a rough recovery no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Let's see, also this past week, Uber driver caught by the father of a 12-year-old as he is raping the 12-year-old.
0: The, yeah, that's, wow. Well, it yeah. must have been like. What the fuck in the driveway or some shit? It had to have been right.
1: Man, have a little fucking impulse control. Well, Jeez. Uh,
0: yeah. This is that's you Uber. You know, gets like two of those before their entire business collapses.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I,
0: I mean that. I mean, one. You know, you can kind of dismiss as oh well. You know, you you can't, you know, you can't, <clears throat> you can't screen out everybody. Um, yeah. You get to two and people start scratching their heads. If there's ever a third, they're done. Toast.
1: Man. If they have the money to help fight that sort of thing, but you might be right.
0: You know, you, you think they can't, but I, you know, back in the 90s, we saw a top five accounting firm vanish almost overnight over mm. uh, confidence issues. Wow! Literally, they, they were they were the top five in the country, and within a month, they did not exist. They were gone without a trace.
1: Jeez. Yeah, and the, the competition would definitely swallow him up with something like that. Yep. I mean, Lyft would love to step in. Absolutely. But, oh, well, this one happened in my home state. A um, cancer patient up near Chicago got four years in prison for buying chocolate infused with THC. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Now, what is it? doubly bullshit about this. Illinois is re- legalizing recreational weed this January. This coming January.
0: Oh. And they still decided to charge this guy. For, an edi- some, for a goddamn edible. For buying yeah. an edible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's these fucking prosecutors who have absolutely no oversight and just like to get in there and do whatever Dude. the hell they
0: want. Whatever... Adds just... their win column. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Padding their stats.
1: Man, it's profoundly fucked up. Uh, same day, a Mexican fundamentalist church leader, as opposed to a Catholic Mexican leader, was charged with multiple accounts of child sex trafficking.
0: <sighs> and how, how fifth... the hell happened? Oh, How does a Catholic church survive all this shit? Well, that wasn't the Catholic. That's what I was trying
1: to say there. Well, yeah. yeah. This is a fundamentalist church with this one. But, yeah, I mean, that's a good question, how they do. I don't know if people are just becoming numb or what. But, you know, being a Catholic myself, I've said repeatedly, what I think people should do is just stop giving your money to the local church until... They put in rules that say total transparency. If we get an allegation, we're turning it over to the cops. That's it. Yeah. Because they've shown they cannot be trusted with their internal system of this. And the only way you're going to get their attention is money.
0: And they shouldn't be internally investigating. It's a fucking crime. Hand it over to the cops. Oh, I agree. Every time. This internal investigation bullshit... For anybody, any organization, is yeah. nonsense
1: lazy bureaucracy, and I'll tell you, I think a lot of Catholics feel exactly like I do with that, that they just aren't stepping up to do what needs to be done. They might be you know waiting for somebody to do it. Everybody knows it should be done, but they just haven't done it yet, which is yeah. sad, but um. Two 15-year-olds charged with the murder of an elderly man over, drumroll, 50 cents.
0: They they must have thought he had more. That's all I can think of.
1: They're just really dumb kids. I'm not sure. Uh, Detroit suspect was charged with three slayings of transgender people. Three separate: one um, man who be, or two men who became women, and one woman who became a man. Uh. Um, oh, another interesting story: two Republican senators shot at home this past week. What? One in Oklahoma, one in um, was shot at his home in, or her home in Oklahoma, and another at his home in Arkansas. I haven't seen much elaborating on it yet. They know that hers was a murder, but they weren't saying if his was that or was an accident. So yeah. I think this one's still a developing story. We'll definitely um, watch curious, it. Certainly
0: curious. Certainly curious.
1: Yeah. Whether they're related or not, I don't know, but we'll update as we hear on that. There's no such um,
0: thing as coincidence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope. Um, lesbian couple beaten on a London subway when they refused to kiss for a group of men.
0: It's just, it's just it's, you just you just run out of words to for as a reaction to this bullshit that's going on in the world.
1: Oh, I've got much worse than that. Iowa man gets 120 years old or 120 year sentence. God, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> uh, over. Over. Wait for it. Incest with his infant daughter and broadcasting it live. But these uh, incest uh, stories get even worse. This yeah. past week, a sheriff's deputy in Louisiana, coerced a woman into incest with her infant son as he taped it. Yeah. Basically, in return for saying, I'll take care of the warrant you have in traffic. Which is just profoundly fucked up. Profoundly. So
0: many, so many ways. So um, many ways. Have you well, seen a certain I, I mean, film? I, I mean, it's, it's fucked up. And it's corrupt as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt about
0: it. That's one of the charges they're getting him on.
1: Because, To his credit, the sheriff in that parish where it occurred yeah. was very much like, we're going to throw the book at this guy. So no, this no. will not happen. Well, okay. um, but Have you seen a Serbian film, SK? I have not seen it, no. It's a deeply depraved movie, one of the few I've ever seen that took a bit of my soul with it, about this guy who is a former porn star who gets tricked into making what's first called an art film. And basically it's all um, severely violent, severely deviant sex on display.
0: Hmm. And
1: one part of the movie is what's called newborn porn. And that was a... That just reminded me of the sheriff's situation there. The director of that said, as well, that he intended it as satire of what What? the Serb government... Well, parody, if you will, or allegory of what the Serb government would do to its citizens. That whole movie.
0: Yeah, no. I don't buy that bullshit.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I do either. Whether it's just torture porn or, you know, what have you.
0: I, I mean, you can come up with flowery words to justify anything you want to do. Oh, yeah.
1: Most definitely. and You know, that actually wasn't the last instance of incest in the news either this week. We had a guy in New York who raped his infant daughter in a cemetery and then drowned
0: her. Drowned her. Why? Because she was going to be a witness? What the fuck? I think it was drug insanity,
1: but I'm not sure. I would have to take a closer look at that one. Um, see, just a couple others. Toddler found dead in a trailer park dryer in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Man. And a manhunt for... A suspect in um, New York, close to Niagara Falls, after a woman is found tied up in his basement.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Might be a lot more on that one. I'm guessing there's going to be quite a bit more to that story. And just from, you know, the kind of people that we've talked about on the show, I'm guessing she's not the first.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's just the one he happened to make a mistake on, most likely.
0: All righty. So, so we got some a couple of seriously depraved motherfuckers. On the oh, show. yeah.
1: Seriously <laughs> depraved and seriously delusional on top of it this isn't just a study in crime we're going to be looking at this is a study of what could be called a form of mass hysteria and media manipulation uh,
0: yeah this these two guys touch on so many things i don't know if we can fit this into one show there is so much going on here with these two fuckheads oh <laughs> and, yeah and oh that, yeah they, that it's uh, just it just doesn't end no,
1: it doesn't. It's a huge, huge saga. And it's very, very different, I would say, from what we covered last week, even though they are another
0: depraved duo. Right, yeah. These guys have, there's movies involved, there's television, I mean, the the unintended consequence of John Walsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, oh, there's, 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 uh, police confusion. There's from ah, uh, where do we start? Where the <laughs> hell do we start? Oh yeah, you know
1: um, the way it, I guess it could start in my notes. I have it written down um, where they were in the Panhandle doing a lot of their killing.
0: Yeah, maybe Florida. it would be that would be Florida.
1: yeah, yeah not Texas, Florida, but yeah. you know maybe it would be i have just debating about that. These guys also had some very odd methods to what they would do.
0: So let's start with who are these guys and where did they come from and how did they meet?
1: Otis Toole, born in Jacksonville, Florida on March 5th, 1947. His dad was an alcoholic and he was one of five children um let's see he had his first brush with the law with the breaking and entering charge at age 13 went to various um boys homes boys schools trying to sort of straighten him out mm-hmm. and his mom at this point basically said i just can't take care of him and of course the you know the dad's not in the picture he left a long time ago and is probably drowning in a bottle in key west what have you. Right. But let's see. Yeah. Breaking and entering age 13. After that, he largely sold himself on the streets to survive. Okay. And he, um, he came out during that time. He identifies as a homosexual. Um, he met Henry Lee Lucas at a soup kitchen in Jacksonville. And, um, Both of them, they went to the mother's house and were living there. And soon enough, she passed away. And this was one thing that made me feel almost sorry for Otis Toole. He would often be sleeping on his mother's grave, literally, in the cemetery. Wow. I mean, if that isn't just a sad picture. Something that you could picture a guy like Eddie Gein doing, too. Mm -hmm. But. That's another thing that Tool did a lot in the cemetery. He was a grave robber. Oh, really? Yep. He and... didn't. He wasn't into necrophilia, as far as I could tell, but what he would do is steal things right. out of the graves when he would pillage them. Ned very much included bones, too.
0: And what would so. he do with the bones? Could you sell those?
1: You know, I wonder if it wasn't just a sort of weird fascination mm. you sometimes see this with serial killers i mean you arguably could have seen it with um la and how she killed yeah. but a lot of others also show a morbid fascination with anatomy and physiology and sort of learning how all that works by cutting people open mm. you know and looking on the inside jeffrey dahmer His thought process went like that. And that's one big reason he killed like he killed. And it started when, you know, he was a kid. It's like, I want to know how this stuff works by opening them up. So he would do it on animals. Right. Until, you know, he stopped and progressed to humans. So. Just a speculation there, but could be. Yeah. But he and Lucas were peas in a pod, basically. Lucas killed his mom at 23. And he was, I think it's important to note, the more dominant personality in this relationship was Henry Lee Lucas. Okay. He was the smarter one and he was just the more outgoing one. Um, Because Tool's IQ was actually 75. Yeah.
0: So that's that's uh, substantially below average yeah it definitely is although when but you look at, at, at the same crimes, time he's at the same time
1: he's quite cunning yeah that's what i was just thinking yeah and you look at these guys crimes and their criminal <laughs> versatility is just huge which is you do see that quite often with serial killers but i think Tool and Lucas were on a whole other planet with that, with how good they were um, at, you know, breaking and entering. Uh, Tool was also an arsonist, as we know is common. But that's one thing that um, profilers, psychologists, and the FBI looks at when they're studying a killer or when they are um, trying to profile one to find them is criminal versatility. How mm-hmm. experienced are they in other forms of crime? And how I mean, efficient are they at it? Because that's and how of intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, Lucas and Tool, they definitely had that. And then you get into that whole idea of their MO, which we were talking about a bit before we went on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would shoot people, they would stab, they would strangle. They would even use a car to just run them
0: down. Yeah. Yeah. Their um their game had nothing to do with the method of killing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about that.
1: Yeah, very much opportunistic, I think yeah. you could argue. Just whatever was around. Right. And and it was for that reason that as Lucas and Toole went from their home base in Jacksonville to California out west and Maryland in the north, that as they're you know, out there robbing, roaming and pillaging the countryside, the cops never put two and two together that there's a larger pattern here.
0: So Because they changed up their MOs, because they changed up their locations and they crossed jurisdiction. Yep jurisdictional lines uh, mm-hmm. and it, they started they this they started in the 70s didn't they they did fucking 70s they, man <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely did yep
1: you know another thing they didn't have back then was a system like vicap no which is the um violent offender um man what's the stand for I can't remember what it exactly stands for, but it's a huge computer system that logs all these details in a crime mm-hmm. from all over the country from any department that's plugged into it. So it's easier for law enforcement to see a pattern.
0: Right. Well, in the, to be fair, in the 70s and early 80s, computers were very large and very expensive. Yep.
1: Yep, and, and they so did not have
0: that luxury. Most places did not. I mean, the bureau did, maybe a few of the larger cities, maybe, but mostly law enforcement did not have computers
1: of any kind. Yeah, it would. It would actually be two years until ViCAP um, was even started, because Lucas was caught in 1983 in Texas. Okay. Um, For nine murders, they were holding him. And then you had Toole at the time, who was sitting in a Florida jail for arson. So, yeah, that is the Violent Criminal Apprehension Program
0: by CAP. All right. So, what the hell did... So, let's get into some details. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, in the Florida Panhandle, their first victim there, they rushed her home. You know, you got in, they they were laying in wait until she got in with groceries in her hands. And that's when they got her. Um, And let's see, it was only about two or three days later in a couple towns over, still in the Florida Panhandle, you had one woman who was stabbed and another who was shot. Um... One interesting thing here that I don't think we've ever seen with another killer, Tool and Lucas actually brought Tool's um, niece and nephew with them when they killed that first woman in the Panhandle.
0: How do you mean with them?
1: I mean they—they they literally Tool and Lucas let them into the house to look around,
0: yeah. just as
1: long as they were out before she got in. And the reason they, um, know that they actually talked to him and the kid confirmed the girl that she left a glove there Oh, and they found it. Um, but it turns out that they would also take these kids with them when they would go to California and Maryland on the road with them. Um, I guess Otis had this sort of weird, uh, that of honor, I guess you could say, to look after particularly her well-being. And that was a big part of it. But Tool also said that it was would be easier for them to move around neighborhoods if they had kids with them. Yeah. So, clever. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, for an IKEA so 75 guy. Gary Ridgway took a nephew uh, fishing. Are on a camping trip to Oregon with mm-hmm. with a dead body in the back of their pickup, and he went. He drove all the way to Oregon to dispose of this body for some reason, and wow. took, took a nephew along for the ride. Mm. Man, I wonder
1: what the symbolism was for that. Why he went that far?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it was the only one I believe that he traveled out of state for. Mm.
1: Wow. You know, that's another important thing to um, note for people. So, usually serial killers like to stay in their home base, right. not roam too far. Right. But, you know, you had Lucas and Tool who killed over this geographic span of 26 states. Wow. Yeah.
0: Half the country.
1: Yep. Yep
0: man that's that is that's extraordinarily rare I mean yeah
1: for instance one of them uh, Tool stabbed a woman in Oklahoma 42 times they um, kidnapped a little girl by gunpoint in Illinois and we get into their most famous murder Barnon. oh yeah and who was that Adam Walsh, the son of John Walsh, um, the America's most wanted guy. And arguably, I would say his, the nuclear fuel that burns in a man like John Walsh to do what he does was his boy Adam.
0: Well, no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, as I was thinking about it, it occurred to me that the unintended consequence of the murder of Adam Walsh was to put a lot of other criminals behind bars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because America's Most Wanted, they caught a lot of guys.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, and not just that. Look at the entire um, industry of that that they spawned. All these other shows that do it, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they. John Wall started that, as she said, but it was Adam was with his mother in a mall in a Sears in Hollywood, Florida. She um, left him alone at a video game display for just a minute while she was looking at a lamp that was on sale, and when she came back, he was gone. It's the middle of the day, you know. The mall is packed with people. Mm. And he just vanished. Oh, I think I forgot to mention the date on that. It was July, so you're going to probably have more traffic in there than other times of the year. July twenty seventh, 1981.
0: I remember this. Yeah. This This was big news across the country.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you had volunteers from all over looking, you know, helping to search for Adam and his parents doing everything they can, too. And I think that's always, you know, obviously a sympathetic thing for people when they see just how people like um, John Walsh have had their hearts torn out when this sort of thing happens. But they found... Adam's head about 125 miles away up the highway where Tool had taken a machete, beheaded him while they were, or he pulled over, beheaded them, and then he just threw the head out the window into a canal at a mile marker. What? Yep.
0: Like just, dri- just driving down the road and bloop.
1: Yeah, he literally just decides to pull over and do that and then, he just throws his head out. Oh,
0: these guys, man. Yeah. Just wow. Uh, took him 120 miles away. Mm-hmm.
1: And, man, and they never found Adam Walsh's body, either. Just his head.
0: Wow. Well. well, you know, that's... Uh, at least they found something, because a lot of people, a lot of parents don't. Yeah, some lot- closure. Yeah, and it's pretty definitive. Um, mm-hmm. This, you, you know, they're not going to be going around. Oh, he could still be alive. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, they're not going to be doing that. But um, an interesting thing there as well was what Tool said was his motivation particularly for the Walsh crime. Yeah. He was again in prison for arson at this time. And this was when he confessed to doing the deed when he Whoa. was in prison. Okay. He's He said that a satanic cult group called um, the Hands of Death were paying him and Henry Lee Lucas to dismember... Kill and eat children.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so ridiculous. <laughs>
1: yeah. But this people, is one thing that's like, dude, you're delusional. Uh,
0: yeah, because why would they pay you to do that? <laughs> yeah. Where is? Yeah. Where, where does it benefit them to pay you to do this?
1: Oh, Yeah. That's uh, part of Otis Tool as a bullshit artist with, you know, but Lucas pe- too. Did people buy it? I would imagine some did. And you have to remember at this time, there wasn't a whole lot of understanding about what false confessions were either and why people would make them. Which, mm. um, you know, we have a lot of scholarship since then on that question. Um, you know I'm not totally sure how many people completely bought that story or not
0: well the whole um, there was a lot of madness around uh, satanic cults in the 80s the satanic panic yep there was a lot of fucking madness about it and we had people who uh, were accused of the most heinous things based off of false memories oh yeah and um you know just witch hunts literally oh yeah yeah like the mcmartin preschool case yeah comes to mind
1: i still say we should consider doing a show on that too. Yeah.
0: yeah well we had one up here in uh in washington eastern washington uh, another, oh, wow. another preschool, very much along those lines, that, uh, um, you know, was the same story as McMartin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And, and about Kelly the does... same
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah,
1: Kelly does make a good point that blaming the occult would create a lot of press.
0: And yeah, certainly did. I think we did, covered yeah. that.
1: Maybe cause issues with jury selection. Yeah, it could considering the national media, but honestly, I don't
0: think Tool had that level of forethought to blame it like that. No, no. No, he probably, it's probably just something he picked up in jail, you know, hearing the chatter amongst the other prisoners. Mm-hmm. He just decided to run with it. Yeah, it very well could
1: be, but. You know, and you have that interesting dynamic of after Toole confessed to the Adam Walsh case and others, including eight unsolved murders in Jacksonville, um, Henry Lee Lucas, several states away in a jail cell in Texas, is starting to confess to the same things. And you had literally press and police beating a path to both these men's doors, trying to close their
0: cases. Yeah. And so so these guys get credited with I mean their numbers are huge any way you slice it. Yeah. The number of deaths attributed to them. I mean there there's I mean they've been convicted of a lot. They confessed. They're suspected of even more. And they confess to way more than... The, I mean, yeah, they have claimed way more than that.
1: Yeah, the exact numbers. Lucas said that he killed 600 people. And Toole said that he killed 125. But That, again, is, you know, their attribution with that. And you have the fact that both these men are extreme narcissists. And... You know, they have literally this crowd coming to them to get every little detail, and it made them feel good. Right. You know, it, it validated these two drifters and their do wells who had never felt validation in their life. And it also led to an interesting um, delusion of theirs about prison where they thought that in prison they could live happily ever after as lovers.
0: <laughs>
1: Not even kidding.
0: They, which is an odd uh, fantasy to hold considering they would both serve time. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That was uh,
1: sort of their goal with a lot of it. But so much of this was nihilistic too. I mean, they killed for unknown or no reason a lot of the time. But looking at those numbers that were inflated, um, the actual number a lot of people agree was, and I thought I had it written down on this page, I think it was 225 was the more agreed-upon number.
0: That puts them way up the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just in no doubt just, about it. Just in numbers.
1: Oh, two hundred and ten victims is the final count.
0: Does anybody in this country have more?
1: Not that I know of. I would think to get more out of something with that, you would almost have to go do it on an industrial scale, a la what the Nazis did. Yeah, or
0: or be a long haul trucker. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) this is true. I mean, there's some there's uh, there's um, there's some suspicions that that is actually a thing. Oh, I I have no doubt about
1: it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, their count is outrageously high. Any
0: way you slice it. And, and these guys did, in their killing and, and quite frankly, torturing people, um, mm-hmm. was so horrific. I, we can't even really talk about it. It's just bad. It's beyond oh, yeah. imagining. Well,
1: and it's so, it, it has such a huge variety. I mean, like we said, they would, you know, stab, beat, um, sexually assault, run people over with cars, whatever was convenient
0: for them. Male, female, Yeah. Uh, children, uh, race didn't matter to them. Yep. Not was, at all. How much of it was opportunity? You know, would people in the, just happened to cross their paths.
1: I think a lot of it was because that would be one of the main reasons they would kill when they were out on the road too. If they needed money or if they needed a car or if they needed food, so once their cars would burn out while they were driving, they would just leave them mm-hmm. and they would go steal another, or they would literally do what the caricature of a hobo often does. And that's right, ride right. the rails. So hmm. You know John Walsh, I think he put it best when he was talking about um, tool in all these contexts and just the level of depravity that he is. He called him a penny andy little chicken shit
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about right yeah. yeah, man, but a mean one yeah, oh, definitely
1: and it just horribly sadistic too one of his other favorite things to do after all was said and done and he was in prison was to write letters to Disney World and to John Walsh
0: why Disney
1: World? He, one of his fantasies was taking these kids there
0: oh the, the two uh, family members well the ones
1: he abducted too
0: Oh, really? Yep. They didn't really survive long enough to make it to Disney World. No, they really didn't. And, you know,
1: it got quite a bit worse, too, because Tool was in jail before Lucas was that year. So and
0: had they split up? Gone different directions? How did one get arrested and not the other? Were they not... Were they not physically together at the time? Well, they were together and um Tool, like I
1: said, was arrested in um Jacksonville for two arsons. He um, was serving um I think it was ten years on that, maybe twenty. I looking in my notes here. And um Lucas, yeah, takes the kids with him. He heads towards Texas and I don't know what totally soured these guys on each other or what,
0: but Lucas, despite Tool, kills that niece. Oh, well, that would do it. So he's been protecting her all this time, mm-hmm. you know, being being the guardian, and then he, he kills her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like It, it just it got worse when they were behind bars and they were both confessing to this and that and this and that. Um, Lucas, to further screw Tool, claimed that those arsons in Jacksonville were premeditated murder. Which actually was what got Otis Tool sent to death row in Florida. Oh. Yeah. So, I don't know what was up his ass about all that. But, well, they had a tiff. Yeah. Yep. And it, like I said, you had the cops and the media just beating a path to their door. But you did have one enterprising journalist in Dallas who started to bust their bullshit in the right. confessions. Yeah. Yeah. And take it apart. Um, and they did. And despite being the total grandstanding shit heels. They did manage to help close a lot of cold cases, for real, with those confessions.
0: Okay. So. Now, I think you mentioned uh, privately that Henry Lee Lucas was the subject of a Hollywood movie.
1: Um, he was the... Or the
0: inspiration, I'm saying. Sorry.
1: He was the inspiration for, um, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Which was, uh, I remember very clearly when this came out. It was rated X. Yep. Uh, and, uh, what astonished me is that, you know, even as a young man, um... You know, I, I couldn't go see that. and but I, I read a, an article about it that said that you know it was astonishing for the fact that um, it was rated X for violence and there was none on the screen. Nope. If I remember correctly, nope. There wasn't yeah, any. It was all off screen. I'm going to have
1: to watch it again, I think.
0: And, and yet it was, um, it earned a, a, an X rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was because it was that disturbing of a film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's been years
1: since I've watched that, too. Yeah.
0: It's, in in today's world, it is not at all a, an X-rated movie. No. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to pull the link up to that and drop it in the chat for people.
1: Yeah, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer was Lucas. But, you know, the other thing that's really astounding to me is that he didn't get the death penalty. Lucas didn't. Really? And remember, he's incarcerated in Texas.
0: That's Texas. really, that's really astonishing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And no death penalty for him, but Otis Tool got it. And was he
0: executed? 1996. Well, I guess Florida. I don't know, man. Oh, this says that he, too died of liver failure. Oh, yeah, you're right. He
1: had the death penalty, but then they commuted it. Okay. Yeah. So Lucas almost got him on that. Wow. Yep, those guys are a crip. And to answer the questions that Mr. Deadman posed at the beginning, yeah. which was more methodical? I think that was hands down, Blake and Eng, were more
0: methodical. Yes.
1: I mean, they did not hunt the way Tool and Lucas did at all. And what was the other one? More violent? I think it was more violent.
0: Who was who more violent?
1: You know, if you look at pure body count,
0: that's got to go to Toole yeah, and Lucas. Absolutely. But... Um, uh, Lake and Aang, though, they were... um they had the hubris though because they videotaped their shit oh absolutely <laughs> yeah they had the they definitely had the
1: hubris there they had the psychological torture down
0: yeah absolutely All righty. what else do we need to, to know about these <laughs> guys you know, I honestly I think that's most of it. Okay.
1: That's all I got. Alrighty. Hey. If only I could find my other page.
0: <laughs>
1: Stupid notes. Yeah, I know, I need a better filing system.
0: Yellow pad works fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well another one in the books.
1: Definitely Otto's
0: Tool, Henry Lee Lucas, one of the perhaps I mean by by every measure, the most deadly serial killers in the nation's history that we know of.
1: Oh yeah. And most likely lovers in what's at the eighth circle of hell right now? Yeah. Maybe the ninth. Yeah. Maybe they got their dream after all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not what they expected, though. (laughs) That's kind of, which is kind of the point of hell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, once you get down to it. Maybe they're getting um, coconuts up the ass and (laughs) pineapples up the ass.
0: Oh, one more thing. Uh, So Kelly asked about the children. So they never had kids themselves. No. But the, the was it niece and nephew? The niece is
1: dead. I believe the nephew is still living.
0: Yeah. So that's the last uh, of the questions from the chat. There we go. All right. Yeah. I think we beat the
1: hell out of them.
0: Yeah, would have liked to have.